Please forgive me now. Because <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> I know I am. Hello, I'm Deborah. And I'm Michaela. And, and this, this is Incoming, Incoming an American, American Odyssey. Odyssey. Today we have with us my Keisha Simone. How are you doing, girl? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> She's going to take us on a little journey into the culture of Jamaica. Yep. So how are you tied with Jamaica? So my family is Jamaican. I'm the first quote-unquote born American up until like everybody else. I'm a little sister, but you know, I was number one. Um, but, you know, my grandparents lived in Jamaica and they came over and then they brought my mother over and then they were here for a while and then um, I was born. All right. All right. So, yeah. so you were born in America, but then you were raised in Jamaica, right? No, I was born in America and raised in America, but my household was still the Jamaican culture. Oh, so like gotcha. our dishes and stuff was extremely Jamaican until like my grandmother met like other people and started introducing like other dishes into the household. So like lasagna and stuff, that was one of them that came in and then like macaroni and cheese came in. <laughs> what are some of the like major differences between Jamaican and American culture? Um, the first one is just like our motto, like we were talking earlier, like our motto is out of many, we are still one people. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, no matter what your shade is, we are still the human race. And in America, like you guys fight over not like you guys, I feel bad when I'm like you guys, but like the American culture fight over race. And that's like just super dumb. Like in Jamaica, it's just like it doesn't matter. Like we have Chinese Jamaicans, we have white Jamaicans, we have um, like Spanish Jamaicans, but like at the end of the day, it's like you're Jamaican and I'm Jamaican. So hmm. what's the problem? We still are the same. Like it doesn't matter. So there's a lot more unity. Yeah. yeah. And in America, y'all divided against black, white, and Latino. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's very sad. Hmm. I mean, there's got to be some, like, divides in Jamaica, too, I'm sure, but it's I guess it's not, like, a racial thing. So are there divides mm -hmm. between, like, like, what are those other divides that you have? It's, like, uh, like rich and poor, mm -hmm. like, the division, because, like, we do have the ports and we do have, like, beaches, the commercial, I'm sure everybody's seen it. It's just, like, so the people who work there, the money kind of, like, goes to them, mm -hmm. but it doesn't go back into the island. So there are very poor parts of the island that like there's no money coming into them yeah, but like yeah. the places where the resorts are there is money there but it's not like coming back to the people necessarily it's going to like that individual person and then back to america did you find that uh you were treated with respect um in america were there like culture barriers or language barriers that you encountered um well the language of jamaica is patois so like i grew up listening to that hearing that and then like going to school, I kind of felt like there was a difference there, especially like when I'm in my writing and stuff, like you can see like it doesn't add up to a quote unquote American writing. So that was a challenge. But like, I remember my uncle coming home and was just like, yo, he had this job interview and he was fully qualified for it. But like they said, he had to cut his dreadlocks and learn how to speak English. And it was just like, but he's speaking English, it's a broken English, but like that was one of it. And he was like, we're not gonna hire you until you cut your locks. Mm. And that's a whole cultural thing. So it was just like, we deal with things like that and then when I got older and I started hanging out with like friends and everything just dealing with um you know the racial tension like I was speaking before like with cops right, and everything right. and it's just like that's different because back home I don't have to deal with stuff like that but here it's just like you do and it's like I never understood why 
Like, yeah, why don't y'all have that same mindset? We're still human. It doesn't matter like what you are. We're still humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was, well, before that, what is something that stood out to you other than I know you mentioned um, that cultural attack on your uncle, but what was something else that stood out to you um, being in America? Because even though you were born here, you were very much raised in a completely different culture mm-hmm. while still living in the American culture. So what are some of the main differences or challenges that you faced with that dynamic? Not everyone's going to respect you mm-hmm. just based on your skin color because I can go out and be the nicest person. That's just based in my culture. And not everyone's going to view me. It's not going to give me the same respect as I'm giving them. And that's very hard because, like, back home it doesn't matter. Like, I can be respectful. And just because we have that understanding, like, I'm respecting you, so I'm going to get respect back here. In America, it doesn't have that same thing. Like, if you hold the door open for someone, you know, the common thing is, like, to say thank you. Or, Mm -hmm. like, if you, you know, ask someone about their day, like, do you respect and respond back? And, like, how they treat their elders. Like, I was raised that they have gray hair on their head or if they older than you, doesn't matter. You still show them respect because they've been here long enough. They demand respect and you don't see that in the American culture. They kind of throw their elders away. Hmm. Like cases like yeah. nursing homes yeah. or like I've been places where a little old lady's like walking behind someone and they shut the door and it's just like, dude, like back home, like you get ready to get your butt whooped by the whole community just for disrespecting the elder. And it's just like the American teaching doesn't teach that to respect your elders or like when the elder is speaking, you don't say anything. You don't catch attitudes with your elders. So that's one thing that was really bothering. Like, I don't like seeing, like, just blatant disrespect to anyone that's older than you. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they are disrespectful to you, you still show real respect back because they kind of see, like, they've paid their times here. Right, Even right. though, you know, it's not right for them to be disrespectful towards you, you still have to give them respect. That's one thing. Now, one one thing that I that I keep wondering is, like, you kind of talk about Jamaica is, like, is back home for you. Yeah. So, like, so when when have you been in Jamaica? So, like, I went, like, when I was a kid, like, I remember going with my grandparents, and then my grandparents told me that my mom took me back when I was, like, four or so. Oh, wow. And then, like, the last time I remember going back was, like, when I was 16, but, like, that's always going to be home. So, like, my end goal is, like, after, you know, I build a name here and I'm able to retire, I would love to go back home because it's a beautiful place and, like, I absolutely love it with all my heart, even though, like, when I go back, they're like, you're Americanized. But at my heart, this is my home. Right. And, like, I love my people. Like, right. It's amazing. It's different. Like, some people, when they come here, they think uh, you have to abandon your culture and you have to abandon mm. who you are. And yeah. it's just like, nah, so I sad. live here, but that's my home. Like, right. my family's from there all the way back from, I can't even go all the way back because I'm the first American here. So it's just like, I'm the first here, but for my grandparents, on like that's their home and because that's their home that's my home yeah so like when I have kids I'm gonna tell them like you're born here you might be adapting to this culture but your mother is this so you're gonna learn this part of it and don't lose it because it's something to be proud of like amen like be proud of what you are (laughs) amen don't like knock it like I've I've known people who like completely given up on their accent their teachings and like they don't teach their kids what they are like take it like they see it as it's not important or it's shameful. And I'm like, you yeah. shouldn't be ashamed of what you are. Mm. Yeah. Like, no matter what you are, that's your culture, that's your heritage. Like, why should you be uh, shameful of it? Yeah. So, like, I'm, my kids are like, if my husband's American, like, we're going to 
tie in American history and everything, but they're gonna know they're Jamaican side because their mother is Jamaican. Mm. So we won't mm-hmm. do it like that. So what <laughs> advice? What advice would you give to uh, people who are adapted to the American culture, born in it, and adapted to it when they come in contact with an individual who may have been born in America, but uh, is first generation and is trying to hold on to their cultural roots? Because we as Americans have a mentality of when you're here, adapt to this culture, surrender whatever it is that you came from, it doesn't matter. And if you act anything other than what we think is an American, we have an issue with you. So what advice would you give to Americans who have that mindset? You're wrong. <laughs> like, who are you to tell me what I am and what I have to come to? Like, I, I'm here. I pay all my tithes. All my money goes to you. So what should it matter if I decide with another group of friends to speak my language? Or what is it to you when I go home, I decide to, you know, listen to my music and be proud of my culture? Or who is it to you to, if I walk around, like, I live in my dreadlocks. I'm never going to cut them. So, like, they're going to keep growing. Like, but who is it? Who are you to tell me I can't embrace where I'm from because you forgot where you're from? Mm. So like, oh, <laughs> like, sure. like yeah, shots are fired right now. <laughs> like, it's so true though. Like, why is it a bother? Are you upset, or is it something personally in you that you that you are not willing to accept another culture? Because when we leave America, if you go travel to other places, are you gonna tell those people, oh, I'm here, so you have to forget what you are, and make yourself comfortable? No, nah, that's not how it works. <laughs> Sometimes people think it is, but <laughs> well, that's not how it works. I feel bad for you if you ever go on a vacation anywhere, because it's like, what you mean? Like, if you decide to move to New York and you're from Virginia, are you, are you supposed to leave your Virginia ways, or your Virginia teachings, I guess, or things that you're used to? Because I'm from Virginia and I love five guys, but I'm in a state that doesn't have five guys. So, like, I'm supposed to forget about it? Nah, like, I remember it. I'm going to learn how to make it. <laughs> like, I trust and believe when I go back home, I'm going to have it. It's just like, I can't forget about it. Or who? why would someone tell me forget about what I am? Because it's in me. Like, it runs through my blood. So how are you going to tell me forget something that was installed in me already? Yeah. I think that's a very good perspective to have is to not force someone to forget where they came from or abandon their roots for another's comfortability and that there's a possibility of unity because you come from a culture that is uh, one of collectivism. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we are very individualistic in America, so that's not something we are used to, but it is something that we can learn from. So I thank you for the time that you have spent with us. Dab on them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's been a pleasure. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Same time next week. Got it. It's a date.